Well, hello everybody, welcome to episode 168, that is 168, it is the ENS Wolves Podcast. I'm your host Nathan Judah, on holiday in Andermatt, Switzerland. If COVID didn't stop us, I'm not going to let my first break of 2020 get in the way of this very special poddy. So from Andermatt, Switzerland, in the beautiful mountains, to Wolverhampton, England, Joe Edwards, are you there, baby? I am, yeah, yeah. I mean, equally as a uh, luxurious location as yourself, Uh, you're in the Andermatt, the uh, Swiss mountains, uh, all that lovely stuff. I'm on near Stafford Road, so oh, you can't be a bit of Stafford Road, mate. Can't be a bit of Stafford Road, can we? Mate, there's some there's some great great places to visit on Stafford Road. Oxley KFC, oh mate, uh, McDonald's. Subway, uh, Ming Moon, all you can eat. Yeah, there's a couple of car parks there, mate. You know, there's a pub. Is there a pub? Is there a pub? There is, there is. The Gatehouse, yeah. Oh, the the Gatehouse, mate. Love the Gatehouse on a Tuesday night. 80s night, fantastic. (laughs) Always there. Never see you there, mate. Always there. Host a quiz on a Thursday? No? Um... Beer and a beer and a curry for six quid uh, no. on, a, on a Wednesday. Ah, yeah. you love it, you love it, you love it, mate, you yeah. love it. Uh, I'd rather be where you are, but you know I've got to slim it sometimes, and uh, you know the, the opportunity presented itself to, to get away for a few nights, uh, fly back Sunday morning uh, mm. ahead of the big game against Chelsea, uh, which we will come on to later. But no, it's good, mate. It's good, um, and, and to be honest, and you probably haven't you probably haven't realised it because I haven't discussed this with you. We're, we're staying at a beautiful hotel um, oh, I'm called sure the Cheddy. It's lovely. It's lovely. Called, yeah. called the Cheddy um, in in the in the in Andermatt, and um, it's basically we paid for this trip because of because of you because of you because of you, Joe Edwards. Okay. So I'll tell you why. Um, because people will know at home that I like to have a bit of a gamble at times. And um, I'll, I'll, I'll bet on quite a lot of football throughout the season. But I normally have a big bet, a big, big bet um, for the start of the season. You know, anti-post bets. You're looking at teams to go up or to go down or whatever. Um, and this year, and people won't realise this, or some people will not realise this because we haven't talked about it too much, Joe, is that, no. um, is that you've got a very good knowledge of non-league football. Oh, um, being, God, being, yeah. being Telford United uh, correspondent for, for, for a few seasons. I know where you're going with this. And uh, we're National League. And so, uh, you know, I, I spoke to Joe, I speak to Joe quite regularly, even when he wasn't Wolves reporter, because he's one of the, the nicer people at the Express and Star, and very affable and very, very well-spoken and uh, an enjoyable person to be around. And... Uh, and I also respected your opinion on the National League and the lower leagues because, you know, I didn't really have too much of a, um, too much in-depth knowledge. So, so my bet for this year, the 2019-2020 season, the big bet was a double. So what you need is one, is, is both, basically both results to come in. If one comes in and one doesn't, then, you, you know, you get, you get zero money back. So my bet was from the top end of the league, which I knew about, was Leeds to, to get promoted or Leeds, Leeds to win, win the championship, which at the time was a very nice 7-1, to one, which is a very nice price, um, obviously before ball has been kicked. But to double that up, to make a second bet, you need to really you know, get, get a price and get something that, to, to really win big money on that. Because um, you know seven to one's a nice price, but if it's if it's seventeen to one or twenty to one, then that's 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 even better. So I'm a little bit greedy. So I'll go down to the non-leagues because sometimes there's a there's a bit of value to be had in the lower leagues. And I say, Joe, National League or National League North this year. I know you tell for National League North, but who do you fancy, Joe? Who, who did you say you fancied uh, in the National League this year to win it? 
Oh, I said AFC filed, yeah. You did. You did. You said AFC filed. So, you know, I'm like, well, you know, I don't really know much about them, but you gave me a nice little, you know, few few reasons why. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes the bookies overlook that, that division. So I'll take that at nine to one. Thank you very much, Joe Edwards. So um, anyway, fast forward uh, most of the season and uh, filed uh, uh, second from bottom yes. in, the, in the National League. Um, <laughs> almost certain to be relegated in the National League. Uh, North and uh, yeah, struggling big time. Um, however, COVID happened and the bet was void because ah. because the, the, because National League did not complete, even though it was impossible for them to win or even get out of the relegation zone at that time. So so it all the money doubled and went on to just Leeds to win the championship. So we're using those winnings to, to come here. So so really, Joe, it's it's kind of because of you. So yeah, Joe, thank you very much for that. So yeah, I've brought the microphone with me. I've brought the laptop with me because we could not not do a podcast with what's going on on Sunday. Um, I've taken it with me to America before when I was doing the Disney Marathon or the Dopey Challenge. I've taken it to Hawaii with me and now, now it's taking, now, now it's come to Switzerland. So it's all good. Um, Alana actually thought when I mentioned it to her prior to this podcast that it was going to be a video that we were doing and not the full-blown mm. podcast. So she is currently having a Balinese massage 90 minutes, which have time perfectly to uh, do this podcast. And uh, a video. But, and a video. <laughs> yes. After this as well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Gross. And, uh, but mate, it's so expensive here. It's ridiculous. I never, ever knew how <laughs> crazy it is here. I mean, we did, we did, Swiss, we did Switzerland, obviously, on pre-season tour yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. But, you know, we were, we were more um, in more, can I say, like, more relaxed surroundings, a little bit cheaper, a little bit more, um, you know, sh- shall we say, just, just well, it, it, was, it was a bit of a dump that we were staying in, to be fair, mate. It was a bit just of a dump. Doing we, a, we, going to a supermarket, getting we had, some... We had, we had a little yeah. next door, yeah. yeah. It wasn't, you know, we had a lot of flies in the room. Um, you know, it was an Airbnb. It wasn't the best situation to be in. Um, but this is obviously, I mean... I'm looking out into our room now. We've got upgraded, thankfully, which is very nice. So oh. we've got we've got a wine. No, we haven't got a wine fridge in our room. We've got a wine cellar. Uh, as you do. As you do. We've got the old wine cellar. I mean, Zhao would be very very happy. Um, <laughs> we've got a little living room. We've got some armchairs looking out onto a fire. Then we've got another separate bedroom. We've got a balcony looking out onto the mountains. All great. Although we never we, we nearly didn't even make it because we missed out. Well, we've. We were, we were there for our flight in the morning after Palace, so got back about 1am, had to get up at 4 and then drive to Heathrow for our 9 o'clock uh, flight out. We got through, got through the counter and stuff, just about to board the plane, and they wouldn't let Alana on the plane because she's got an American passport. Right. And like, because obviously Americans can't fly anywhere because COVID, etc. So we knew that, but she's obviously UK residency, so they're like, they're like, okay, well, your UK residency card's expired because she couldn't get a renewal because it was COVID and all the offices were closed, so she had all the supporting documents, but she'd forgotten um, her wedding um, registration certificates. They wouldn't let her on, so we had to get that, we had to then get it sent to us and wait four hours in the airport and get on the next flight out. But uh, thankfully, mm. the Swiss authorities let her in, but it was a, yeah, a bit of a bit of a nightmare, really, to be honest. So, but we're here, we're here, and it's beautiful and it's gorgeous. But oh, mate, honestly, we got room service on the night, on the first night, because we got in pretty late. I mean, you're not going to believe. It. I've written some of these prices down. You don't have a guess. We'll play a little game, shall we? Okay. So, so does it kind of 
marry up to, to pounds or is it one of those well, I've, I've, I've converted is... them to you mate I've converted them it's okay. Swiss francs out here but I've converted them to English pounds I mean to be honest a Swiss franc to the pound is, is pretty close to one to one it's maybe about 0.85 to one so okay. it's okay. pretty close in itself so from some of the things we've had so far um, I'll, I'll, I'll see, see how far you get okay ready a bottle of coke a bottle of coke um, five or six Eleven pounds. Eleven pounds for a three hundred and thirty milliliter bottle of a, a, a glass one. Co- a glass one. A glass yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Eleven quid though. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, let's have a look. Oh, we had a um, four-course sushi meal last night. Cost between for two oh, of us. For sushi two. Sushi meal. Yeah. yeah. Very small little portions. Um, but a four-course sushi meal last night for two. 70? 350 pounds. Oh my god. Oh my god. What the hell? A men's alpine 60 minute massage. Alpine. Alpine, which basically is just a fancy word for it. It's just you're in the Alps. So it's a a generic massage. 60 minutes. Um. 60 minutes. 60 it's gonna minutes. Be, it's going to be more than a pound a minute. It'll be, I'm going to say, about five pound a oh, minute. I paid more than a pound a minute before, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three, 300. Oh, oh, mate, no, no. Cheap, mate, cheap, cheap. 180 oh. quid she was. Uh, 180 oh, quid. Oh, absolute bargain, yeah. Bargain, mate, bargain. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. This is for one. Uh, just for my, my plate of lunch, I'd, I had a beef. I had a piece of, of beef bison fillet today um, on top of the mountain. Um... For my lunch, which is a little piece of, pit of, of bison fillet, a um, little bit of mashed potato, and then a bone marrow ravioli. It was on. It was delicious. One of the best things I've tasted for a long, long time. How much would you say, just for the just for the one course, obviously? Uh, one fifty. Oh, mate, no, you're going over the top now. It's eighty-five okay, quid. Uh, it's eighty-five five. quid for the course, but okay. yeah, I mean, I think it's still, yeah. still. Um, okay, that's a, I passed a cafe yesterday uh, on the way back from our five-hour hike. Uh, a falafel, a falafel sandwich, just on in a pitta falafel. For 15, 20, 20 quid, 20, 20 quid for it, 20 yeah. quid. A cup of coffee in the village, cup of coffee. Um, 15. Oh, very good, very close. 14 pounds, yeah. 14 pounds. Oh, okay, I'm getting there now. You're getting yeah, there, mate, yeah, you're getting yeah, there. Yeah. You're in there now. You might as well come, yeah. you might as well come. Get, bring uh, yourself no, here, mate. Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I so the Cheddi is a pounds. hotel. They've got some residences as well. You know, some of the hotels you can have, like, you can buy apartments there as well. So they've got, like, a separate thing for apartments, for, for rental or for, for purchase. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. A two-bedroomed apartment you can buy um, next to the Cheddi and the mats. How much How much would you say? Two bedrooms. Uh, uh, so two bedrooms, a living room, and, um, and, and kind of like a kitchen area. If you want to buy that. Buy that right. Um... Four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand. I mean, uh, that, that might might get you the the cutlery in that apartment. Three point six million pounds. What? 3.6 For a two million. bedroom apartment. Three point six million pounds. Uh, remember these in ski season, mate. These these are the places uh, to be had. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. My, my, yeah. Uh, last yeah. two. Last two. Last two. Uh, Alana likes. Have you, do you know what a pad tie is? Pad tie. 
Uh, I'm not that it's sure. Like thai, thai, it's like Thai noodle dish, basically. Thai so noodles, Lots, of, lots yes. of noodles, a little bit of egg. You can get like a chicken pad thai or, or prawns in there, uh, bean sprouts. But, you know, nice. It's, you know, how much how much that on room service would you say? Just, just one plate of chicken pad thai. Uh, 35. 40 quid. 40 yeah. quid. Yeah. Um, and last one, um, a lady's facial. A lady's facial. <laughs> uh, priceless. Um... Uh, a lady. <laughs> oh, like a kid, little kid giggling at ladies' facial. Um, seventy. Oh, it's free! It's free! It's free hey. for everyone. No, it's two hundred fifty quid. <laughs> oh dear oh. right uh, let's get on let's go on some Wolverhampton uh, Wanderers crack Joe um, uh, looking forward yes. to this uh, you know we, we couldn't like I said we had to do a podcast uh, uh, before the before the big game so we'll talk a bit about Palace but I don't want to talk about, oh, go over about what happened we know what happened we know they got hmm. the job done in the end um, second half was a lot better than the first um, but the talking points really uh, hmm. one of them I want to say that um, is uh, Jean Moutinho I thought was a lot better in this game Joe and going into the Chelsea game, someone like Moutinho, I think, is going to be so important. You know, you talk about, you know, your Rowles, your Traores, or your Jotters, or whoever's going to make the big impact. I think someone like Moutinho has been off it for me for a few games, not quite to the standards that he has been. And, you know, I can fully understand why. But I thought his set-piece delivery was a lot better. He was looking a lot fitter. Um, he got around the park a lot more. He obviously had that incredible pass to Doc uh, for the first goal. Um, and, and for me, he could be integral into how Wolves do in this game on Sunday. And so it was great to see him back to back to the back to his best. Yeah, it was just as the uh, the police uh, come for me in the background. <laughs> just like here, mate. It's just like Andermatt, Switzerland, mate. Stratford Road. The police are around. Um, oh God. Yeah. Um, no, he did have a much better game, and he, he's as you say, he's his all round output was just of the. Of the level that you'd usually expect from him, that that passed in the build-up to the first goal was just majestic, mm. um, and the best moments from him since since the restart as a whole, and it was much more to the standard you'd come to expect from Matinho because in the couple of games before he just he was kind of drifting in and out really, yeah. Yeah. and he was being outshone by Neves uh, quite quite drastically really. Um, he was doing his Doing things fairly well enough, but I mean, you know, Dendonka got the match winner against Villa and had some other kind of good displays in the middle of the park as well. Mm -hmm. And Matinho had been the quietest of the lot, which is unusual for him, but um, yeah, much more like it on Monday night. Corners were were pinpoint. Obviously, that pass spot in the run of Doherty was was inch perfect. So, uh, bows very well going into Chelsea when, you know, you're going to be relying on. Moments of quality like that to, to, to beat a team of, of Chelsea's ilk. If you want to win, you need something a bit special. Uh, you know the chances are telling you. I know Chelsea are a beatable team, but they are, you know, they are where they are for a reason. So you're going to have to be on your metal to to beat them. And if you've got Matinho providing those moments, you've got a you've got every chance. Yeah. Um... Bodes very, very well, I think, for, for, for that game. I think it could be crucial. Uh, D- Dendonka was, was probably the surprise. Not that, not that he started the game, because I think that would be uh, warranted as well. I think he's done very, very well in the games that he's played. But at the back, uh, Romain Saiz, you know, dropped to the bench. Um, yeah. More of a horses for courses, would you say, in this game? Or do you think on merit, Joe, um, and, and that maybe 
so I said I did a couple of dodgy moments or sketchy moments I think in 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 previous games and maybe just wanting to shore that up slightly. I know I know yeah. I know we get I know we had a a tough time in the in the Palace game yes. away. So do you think this was just a one-off or do you think Dendonku did very well? Um, I thought on the day um, it could it could uh, could have kept his place. I think it's a bit of both. I think he was just kind of look, looking at the opposition, but really kind of Dendonka has played his way into Nunes, thinking whether it is midfield or defence. I mean, it is hard to leave him out because of how, of how good he has played. I just think that something with Dendonka, when he's got a player running at him, just looks a bit more sure than, mm. than Sace. Mm. I'm not quite sure why that is. Um, I don't know if it's because he's kind of... I don't know. More he, he does cover more ground in midfield. I think he's used to chasing after players, and he may not be the quickest. Um, neither is Sace, but I don't know. He just seems if there's a player running at him like Zahar did on on Sunday on those few uh, on Monday, sorry, on those few occasions. Yeah, he didn't really look all too that flustered. He he, he just seems a bit cooler in those situations. I think as a whole, as a defender, I think I would take Sace because I think he's he's, he's more got more bite in the tackle I think mm. he relishes the aerial battle a bit more um, you know that rough and tumble kind of nature of being a centre half I think he's more I think Sais is better at that Yeah. but if you've got a kind of a flyer running at you I just there's just something about Dendonka that fills you with a little bit more confidence mm-hmm. not quite sure what it is um, and it will be interesting to see how Nuno goes for Chelsea because if they play uh, Christian Pulisic uh, mm. on the left hand side of that front three as we saw that Liverpool goal last night, uh, that goal there, he can kind of dribble past you in a heartbeat. So it will be interesting to see how Wolves go for that one. But uh, Dendonka certainly uh, boosted his chances uh, with his performance, definitely. And the, the other one I wanted to discuss with you, Joe, um, uh, was Jota, who maybe would be a little bit frustrated to not have played that mm. home game against Crystal Palace. Uh, of course, uh, got back on the score sheet in the, in the, in the game before that at home. Um, with a with a lovely taken goal and you know, Pedence kept his place and I think absolutely fair dues. I think he's he's done very very well. But maybe his pride might have been a little bit hurt that he was that he was um, he was dropped to the bench. Yeah, and, and I, maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. Mm. Um, you know, it, Jota by and large has been excellent for Wolves over the past few years. But you know, sometimes when he has gone through these uh, ruts or these drip, drips in confidence, he hasn't really had that guy to kind of. Um, breathing down his neck, and perhaps he's played when he when he perhaps could have done with being taken out the top, taken out the team to get his confidence back and think you know kind of take him out the spotlight. So they kind of got that luxury now. Um, of course, he you know I, I would have expected him to start after getting back uh, among the goals, but I think it's just a, a nice kind of reminder that you've got a lad here, Pardens, who he's. It was coming to the side. He's bided his time. He's waited for his chance, and he's he's took his chance when it's come. He's of course he got his first goal against Palace as well. Yeah. So Jota has got legitimate competition now. I feel well. You could say that he had it already mm-hmm. in Pedro Neto, but Neto was kind of a a competition for two positions. It was you know could he replace Traore or Jota? You know there, there is everybody's kind of got someone breathing down the neck now, pretty much apart from Raúl Jiménez. So. Jota, we'll see if he starts against Chelsea as well. It's, I mean, it's, it's really hard to predict how Wolves will go on Sunday, but um, I, I think it's I think it's only a good thing. It's you know he, he 
he just proves that he cannot rest on his laurels. It doesn't mean that a goalie's going to guarantee you a place. The same goes to Powerdens. Just because he scored against Palace doesn't mean he's guaranteed to start at Stamford Bridge. But um, it's healthy competition and uh, I'm all for it. You mentioned Neto there. It's probably the one of the people who have surprised me since we've come back from, from the restart. I'm surprised how little game time he's had. I think, especially when yeah. he was so, um, you know, so superb. I think, and, and surprisingly so. I think from uh, going in, going into this, his, his first full season as a as a Wolves player. But you know, he's he's had very few minutes, hasn't he? I know he got a kick, and you know, he's maybe had a couple yeah. of injury nickels here and there. But um, you know, if you were if you were to say at the start, you know, with with seven or eight or nine games left, who was going to take more of a prominent role out which I think Neto would have had a good chance um, but we've barely seen him really I just think these kicks that he's had may well be a little bit understated mm. um, I think that I think that he's fit enough to be involved um, he, he put a picture up didn't he with his dog last weekend um, on Twitter I don't know if you've seen that. I didn't but, see it, no. But if you looked very closely you could see that his quad was quite heavily taped um, and that oh, was you're one of these eagle eye cherries, aren't well, you? So you look at and then you, you, you're all focusing in and you just uh, see what's in the background. Oh, I took a picture up on bloody Twitter and you know, of something right, and someone will, will, will pick out something right in the background in the top yeah. corner. It's unbelievable. You're one of those, aren't you? Little Miss Marples. Oh, oh yeah, exactly, exactly. Nothing gets by me. Um, but no, it's. Um, well, it does, quite a lot. Well, it does, quite a lot, does, yeah. Quite a significant amount. Um, no, but he, that was the one. That was the Arsenal knock as well, and then he had another one after that. Um, right. So the, the the quad was the the initial one that he did, and it, you know, and then he's he's kind of got his hamstring quite taped up as well. So yeah, I think he's playing through a few knocks. Okay. I, I don't think it's anything um, majorly serious, and I think if he was asked to start a game and put into a starting lineup, then he, I think he'd quite happily do a job, but. Yeah. I think it's just new now, perhaps being a little bit cautious. And when you've got the players like Powdens who have really stepped up, I mean, Jota, yes, he has been a bit hit and miss, but his, his record over these past few years speaks for itself, Traore mm-hmm. as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think if you've got those players kind of doing the business, which they have been by and large, then I think he's just being a bit, a little bit cautious with that, I would say. Tell you who has done the business... Daniela Jimenez. <laughs> oh, Basso. Daniela Basso. They Basso are not, they Jimenez. Are not, they are oh, not okay. married. They will be Come soon. On. Have you not got an invitation <laughs> to the wedding? Just me? Well, oh, he, I, I didn't invite you to mine. But no, I, he, you didn't. I got, I got, no, I invited you to the night. The Jimenez Basso family. Uh, uh, yes. A, 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 one, a, one, a one baby richer. Um, Aria? Is it Aria? Aria? I would say Aria, yeah. Aria, or, Game of Thrones, it, it, Aria. It, it's yeah, it's not Aria. It's it? the trendy. Uh, it's the trendy pick. It's the. Trendy it's not pick. who are you? Is it? No, no, it's definitely it, not. It's got to be. Not. It's got to be Aria or Aria. But she's she's timed it to perfection as the girl, hasn't she? To be fair, and yeah. uh, I mean, it couldn't be it couldn't be any better. Uh, I couldn't believe it when I saw it uh, in the following morning. But for me, I mean, congratulations to the family. That's the most important thing. Healthy yes. baby. Of course, but from our from our selfish point of view, <laughs> yeah. Ralph should be rested, ready to go for Chelsea, shouldn't he? There's no there's no there's no late rush. Um, he's just about to to put his kit on. She's gone into labour, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it was hours after the the Palace game mm. um, that that you know Aria uh, arrived into the world, and 
that's pretty much a dream situation from from everyone's perspective. Really, obviously, they'll be very happy and overjoyed, and uh, as as any first time parents would be. But um, at the same time, Wolves fans are very pleased because it allows Raúl. Yeah, maybe he didn't get the most sleep on 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 that night, but he's pretty much got a full week of training um, ahead of the, this crucial game against Chelsea. So it's it's a win win situation all round. Um, he didn't you know, get much he- sleep nine months ago either. Oi. Um, he- yeah, healthy. Healthy baby, healthy Raul as well. So, uh, yeah, win-win. Um, I'll tell you what, it's win-win. In fact, win-win-win-win. Wolves, Wolves potentially starting off the season with 12 points next year uh, with, with West Bromwich Albion's <laughs> promotion to the, to the Premier League. And Aston Villa looking odds-on now to um, create the great escape. Uh, what what yeah. do you what are your your views on, on Albion and, and Villa staying in and, and a few... A few derbies to be had next year. Well, Albion crawled over the line, didn't they? Um, I mean, it was literally like a, a slug <laughs> dredging themselves across. The slug against the tortoise, or whatever you want to call it. It was. It was. It, it, to me, to you, to I mean, me, I, was, to I, you. Didn't, I wasn't. I didn't see yeah. any of it, but oh my goodness. Yeah, it's. Um, oh, I mean, you know, you know. They've done it. I mean, they've obviously, you know, over the course of the season, they've done they've done very well. I mean, it wasn't the most convincing of ends for them, and Brentford just couldn't cope with the pressure. Um, but they're they're over the line. They're in the Premier League, and it's good to have the derby back. Uh, that, that's that, that's what I'd say. You know, Wolves want to revenge that that what happened. Uh, what what happened last time out? Everybody knows. Well, it's been a long time, isn't it? I mean, it's been I've, a long I've time. It's been the longest five years. I haven't done a West Brom Wolves derby, so yeah. it's been so the longest been... wait yeah. for donkey's years. Yeah. So, and to be fair, I mean, I said about Villa last week and saying whoever finishes below them will feel very unfortunate. But mm. Watford have proceeded to just drop an absolute clanger. Oh, Self. Um, so, I mean, if they get down, they they completely deserve it. To be mm-hmm. honest. Um, just you know, that completely. And there's only so many times you can go through their higher and fire approach, and it's going to catch up with you eventually. So um, yeah, if if Watford did go down, especially after beating Wolves in the uh, the, the cup semi final last year, I don't think uh, any Wolves fans would be too sorry to to, to see them go over. So um, if it's Villa staying up and it's Albion staying up, it's good for the area, isn't it, to to have those uh, derby games? And uh, yeah, twelve points in the bag. <laughs> I mean, look. Wink, I know wink. a lot of people don't fancy Albion going up, and they don't want them to go up. But you know, you got to look at it from a selfish point of view as well. You know, I mean, first of all, massively big congratulations to, to Joe Massey, who's our West Brom reporter. Yeah, He's a good guy, uh, really pleased. It'd be Massey. great to see him in the Massey, Premier League next yeah. year. He'll um, yeah, be, he'll be loving it. Yeah, it'd be fantastic for him. So, so that's great. But you can understand it. I can understand the rivalry and all that, all that kind of thing. But at the same time, from a selfish point of view, you know, you look, Billich has looked at that squad. I mean, I'm, I look at that team now, and I've done quite a few Albion games this season, and I've done a lot of Villa games this season. I'll tell you what, that squad needs a massive overall if they're going to be competitive. Yeah, a massive. I mean, Pereira's a top draw player, and I think he'll do very well in the Premier League. And and if I were Wolves, and I think I think I've said it before, and I think when we talk about it in the, in, in pre-season. I'd be tempted to have a little sneaky bid in for him because I think he's a very, very good player. Mm, um, I'm not, I'm not sure on that. I, 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 can I just say something on Pereira? Sorry. Go on. Then. Um, he needs to clean up his act with that diving. He's not, he's not going, he's not going to get away with that in the Premier League. No. Um, 
you know, I watched him a few times this season, and not just saying this because because I'm a I'm a Wolves fan and a Wolves reporter, but he will not get away with that in the Premier League. That play acting, the kind of diving, throwing himself on the floor. He's a very good player. But you look at Wolves' attackers, you look at Jota, you look at Traore, they're among the most, I mean, Traore especially, gets kicked to crap every week. And don't once complain, doesn't once, you know, appeal for a booking, doesn't once feign an injury. If Pereira wants to succeed with Albion at the top level, he needs to cut that out, plain as day, because... um, He's a very good player, but if he, if he starts to make a rod for his arm back, and you've seen it with players before where they get a reputation for being a bit of a diver, they almost get kind of um, subconscious. They uh, get blacklisted as well, don't they? They get blacklisted well and subconsciously don't get decisions that they should do from referees. So if Albion had to succeed, I think maybe, you know, I mean, it wouldn't be at the top of the list because he's had a great season, but mm. I think maybe Slavin will, would have a word with, with Pereira and say, you're not going to get away with that. And especially, you know, in a game against Wolves, a derby like that, if he's throwing himself to the floor, he'll be making himself a fool. Uh, oh, I mean, sure. if, oh, Wolves would be all for it, but, mm. I mean, for, for an Albion point of view, he'd, he'd need to book up his ideas. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if Wolves did, did, were interested in him, I'm sure Nuno would sort that out. But, yeah, I mean, but Billich saying, Billich saying that, you know, that he's going to keep the keep most of the players and they need a few additions, I mean, I don't know. I understand it's a difficult situation because you stick or twist and you can do a... Uh, you know, you do a, a full or potentially a Villa. I mean, Villa could still go down on the last day, but you, know, you spend all that kind of money. You spend 100, 120 million. Does it really improve you? I, I'm not so sure. So it's a difficult one, isn't it? But we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see well, how they go. The, the Wolves' model is, you know, which Sheffield United have closely followed, kind mm. of this season. Is the, the way to go. Um, if you've got a core there, try and stick to it as much as you can. I mean, Albion's core, you may argue, isn't the strongest, but I think they've got to try and not completely overhaul it. They need to strengthen, that's for sure. Um, but, you know, not do a Villa, not do a Fulham. Mm. Um, if you've got some kind of players that you can depend upon, I think Pereira is, is you know, he's a, he's a Premier League player. He just needs to, to stop the silliness. Uh, they've got a few more in there. You know, I, I think Kravinovic has done okay. They'll look to get him in. I mean, a Joy's all right. I'd have, I'd have right either a Garzi or Bartley all, all too much. I think no. the keep I think the keeper's okay uh, for for the for the first season at least. So there's a few players there and they'll want to strengthen around them. I mean the fact is they've been in relegation form for the last few games in yeah, the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know to, to come into the Premier League it's a completely different different kettle of fish and you know the, the, the teams that are gonna survive, okay let's say not not Villa but um but teams above them they were cut above really at this moment in time. You know you look at West Ham you know, doing doing a lot of good things as well, you know, Palace and and some some of these teams, Newcastle. You know, they, they're, I think they're they're way above what what someone like Albion are going to come into the Premier League at. So they're going to have to be careful. But it's it's going to be difficult. It's difficult for all Championship clubs to come into the Premier League, to be honest. And you've just got to you've got to stick. But they've got 140, 150 odd million quid anyway. So although it's not as much as what what previous teams have uh, come up, I think due to due to the situation that we've had. Yeah, they've got to spend money because Norwich have shown if you don't spend money, then yeah, then, yeah. then then you're just on on a hiding to nothing. But mm-hmm. that you know, as as much as they might not want to admit it, the the Wolves mod from an Albion point of view, the Wolves model is the is the model to follow. You kind of got to trust in the players that have got you there um, as much as you can, but you've got to strengthen around it. Get players in of proper quality like Wolves did with Martinho, Patricio, Jimenez. You know, proper kind of uh, players. I don't know if they've got the money 
to, to do that. All the links. I mean, Wolves have obviously got you know the the contacts that they've got, but. Um, yeah, the, 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 the Balkan Balkan Mendes. There'd be a lot the of Croatians coming in, weren't there? <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah, uh, but the derby's back, and uh, now we'll yeah. be looking forward to that, and hopefully we'll get fans in for it as well. Great stuff. I, I must admit, I did chuckle just before I started this podcast, and I read that Birmingham City have retired Jude Belling's number. That is incredible. Are you? Uh, what a joke of a club! It's an absolute joke. An absolute forty-four times he's played for them. Forty-four is... times, four goals. That would be... It, that is so small time. That is <laughs> so... Imba- I looked at Jude Bellingham's um, Twitter account and his main pictures him, you know, breathing in, looking like The Rock with them, um, all his, all his um, Barisi... Uh, um, with all his German colours on. And I'm like, oh my God, in the tunnel. I'm like, oh my God. It's absolutely embarrassing. Yeah, retiring the 22 shirt. I mean, come on. I mean, that would be like Wolves retiring... Uh, number seven after Pedrone our season yeah he's, he's got his British <laughs> Dortmund colours on he's literally like that no it's, I tell you what it's like um, Wolverhampton Wanderers are going to retire the number four shirt um, for Jesus Vallejo um, because he made such a great impact at, uh, at the club I mean he's got Bruce, he's got his British Dortmund colours on he's like sniffing the world like you know look I've arrived and stuff and yeah oh I just can't believe it I can't believe it no it, it's 17 years old <laughs> oh my god Good God. It's like, that's like Preston North End retiring David Beckham shirt number when he was on loan there for a season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. oh. What other Wolves examples? Uh, retiring the, I don't know, what is it, 44 for Max Kilman or whatever he wears. Oh, <laughs> 56, 56 for Oscar Burr. It's absolutely <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> I'll tell you what's not embarrassing though, questions from the peeps. Let's go for some yeah, questions come from on. the peeps before we, uh, before we preview Chelsea. Uh, so uh, let's... Let's have a look. Uh, um, George Brown says, um, as we're coming to the end of the season, what has been both of your moments of the season? Sunday may be able to be considered as that if things go well, I guess. Joe, what's been your moment of the season? Tottenham. Tottenham away. Tottenham away. Uh, Yeah, it was the the last game for me with fans because I'd gone on on my honeymoon, so I missed... Um, you particularly well, though. You game. probably took COVID to No, no, I weren't very well, but that kind of... Um, I wasn't great on, on Monday night, to be fair. <laughs> that, that, that quite that, like, added to it a bit, really. Um, yeah. I felt a bit weary. I was just kind of exhausted from that Barcelona trip because those European trips, they are very enjoyable, but they're very kind of, you know, you're working round the clock yeah. uh, from, from our point of view, so you don't get really much sleep and then you're back at it on the Sundays, travelling back down to London. Mm. Um, so it's all kind of 100 miles an hour but then seeing that Wolves result you know beating Tottenham I mean at yeah. the time to to have a real share at the Champions League of, of course that you know has, has not quite got there I mean you know if that Burnley uh, that Burnley decision might you could perhaps blame it solely on that c- mm-hmm. c- come the end but yeah, the feeling after that result to go to that stadium, you know, this big new swanky stadium, take it to Spurs, take it to Mourinho and beat them three two, um, was I think I said it at the time was one of the most the well the most significant victory under Nuno and um, I stand by that really and you know just to have those three thousand Wolves fans whatever it was in that Spurs end just sent down in absolute delirium. Um, yeah, for me, that that is the one that does it. Yeah, I think I think that um, it's difficult. One. I mean, there's been so many great memories. I think coming off the back of a Europa Europa League trip and then going to Man City 
um, and, and performing like that. Oh, I well, missed it was that. unbelievable. Yeah, Troy already threw a double. Oh, I, I mean, that. That. I was on my stag. I did enjoy you on my stag, but I was, I was, I was, I was, I was too, too yeah. pissed to really know what was going <laughs> so on. Bad. Don't blame <laughs> you, mate. Uh, that that was sensational. Uh, a couple of away trips as well. I mean, it's, 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 it's such a great club to watch. There's so many moments, isn't there? Um, yeah. I just think the Torino, the Torino three-two win over Torino. Just going there, going to Turin and. And doing the business there was pretty special, as was Bajiktas really, and going to Turkey in probably probably the most hostile of conditions. And uh, you know, there, there's some there's some ropey moments in there. I thought Bajiktas, even though they, they didn't qualify from the group, actually played very well that night. It was a really tough game, um, yeah. and it was proper the proper old school, like going to somewhere you know pretty pretty scary. And um, it was and, and, and very intimidating, I think, not not just for the fans, but just the area that we're in, and and then to, and then for Willy Bolly to, to pop up in the last minute and score and win one nil was was amazing, I think. So so yeah, I mean, so many so many incredible moments, isn't it? But I yeah, say, Bra- but, I yeah, enjoyed Bratislava as well. I mean, I, I, and then you know, I know there was like the whole debacle with the crowd, but a, a few hundred at least Wolves fans got to enjoy that night as well. That was just surreal because of the whole. 20,000 screaming kids when it's supposed to be behind closed doors that I mean you know for better or worse that's mm. that's an experience I'll never forget as well and uh, and Wolves nil Brighton nil as well um, yeah but well, well, as I enjoyed it <laughs> David, my honeymoon. David Gannon uh, says uh, should we sign Eze from QPR G- gave Albion a hard time last night and looks a good player I mean we've mentioned Eze quite a few yeah. times Joe I yeah. you like him I do um, like him have Wolves have Wolves gone past someone like a player like Eze or do you feel like he's someone who a Wolves will, will have a look at in the summer I mean I do like him. I do like. I do like what he's got. I think he's. Um, I think he's a special player. Um, but is is there room for him at Wolves? Do you think? I don't know if he's quite the fit for Wolves, um, but I do like him, and I think he will be of, of good use to someone in the Premier League. I think the was it the reports the other day saying that Palace and, and West Ham are the front runners. Uh, that's that's the kind of um, team I'd see him at at the moment. I'm, I'm, you know, for where Wolves are. Um, you know, hopefully getting your upper league again, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, top six, seven. Um, I don't think he's quite at that level yet. I think he could do with perhaps, you know, a, a West Ham or a, a, a Palace would be a good fit for him. But I, I really take the point. He is a good player. I think there is, you know, it, it will be of very good use to someone. But um, yeah, just not quite sure that it's Wolves. Okay, great stuff. Um, Ronan Gibbon says, uh, "How many goals do you think will score past the?" And there's like a poo emoji next season. Um, and do you think Molyneux will be allowed to uh, allowed to be packed out for the game? I think uh, for, this, for the second part of the question, Ronan, it just depends. I think what time of the of the yeah. season that game will be. If it's in September, at the end of September, then no, there might no. not be any fans in there whatsoever. If it's October, there might be it might be quarter full. If it's next February, then yeah, fingers crossed that it'll be it'll be pretty pretty much uh, pretty much fully you know full capacity. Um, yeah. Hopefully they can kind of come around Christmas time and then the second half of next season, something like that. Um, just so one would be kind of half full or three quarters full and then hopefully another one would be the all-way full. Um, in terms of goals, I mean, if if that if they don't work on their defence, if they keep Egazi or Bartley uh, either side of a J, I'd... Uh, I'd fancy I'd fancy uh, our chances of scoring scoring a few, but uh, yeah, just be nice to beat them. And uh, now I'm at the score. Mm. Right, I've got eight minutes more questions, Joe. Eight minutes. Let's get Come through on. them. Come on. Okay, um, Paul Mansell. Uh, is the whole players might leave thing a bit overblown? As far as I know, nobody wants to leave. Nobody's in for them. Uh, they're in for the project, and we don't need to sell. Um, I think Paul's got a good point. In I think 
I think for them to be happy in their situation, to be relaxed and to be enjoying the life that they've created for themselves is massive, absolutely massive. And if the family are happy and settled, then I think that goes a big way into into keep you know, not not persuading someone. I don't think you need to persuade someone, but you know the project and, and everything that, that Wolves have got going on. I, I do think European football is still important to to achieve for next season. Um, and um, you know they we don't I don't think Wolves need to sell either. So so that is great. However. Two points on that. They don't need to sell, but if they get crazy money, then they will sell. And I think you have to do that, especially in the environment and the, um, you know, the financial implications that are in place. You've got to sell if you are getting stupid money from clubs. And also, nobody's in for them. I think people will be in for them. I think people have been in for players in January. I think people will be in for, for, for the better players um, in the summer. That's the nature of the beast. And when you're one of the top clubs, not only in the Premier League, but in Europe, because Wolves are one of the top clubs in Europe, make no mistake about that. Um, that, that, that players and the clubs will will be eyeing them for sure. Yeah, well, you know, if some of these Wolves players will get Champions League offers, that, that's you know, or for Champions sure. League interest at least. Um, they're in a good position in that nobody is unhappy. You know, nobody's kind of looking for a move or anything like that. Um, I said it before, and I say it again. I, I think the one really. That you risk losing this summer is, is Jimenez. Um, you know, it, it, we we discussed it last week. He's coming to that age. He's twenty nine. It's whether he kind of gets the assurances from Wolves that he will carry on being the main man, which which he would do, um, or if he gets an astronomical offer from a massive club, which you know, from Wolves' perspective, would be you know they, they've played in a lot of money. So for an investment firm like Fausen, they'll have to get some money back at some point. Um, they, they don't want to be perceived as a selling club, but at the same time, it swings and roundabouts. You've kind of got to, you've got to bring money in to spend money. So there will be a, a big sale at some point. Um, Imanez, yeah, I think that's the one. Um, I, I still think, I think there's another question coming up about Traore, but I think Traore's still got a bit of improving to do. You know, kind of, he's still quite young. I think he's, there's still areas of his game to brush up. That's what Andy uh, Hodges asked, yeah, saying saying that you know can he uh, can he improve? Um, yeah, he, he can improve because he, he you know for how good he has been, he's only scored four Premier League goals this season, and for for someone as devastating as him, he should be scoring more goals than that. Like he he's been fantastic, and he's not his game is not just centered around goals, but be, for the chances that he gets, he should be scoring a few more than that, uh, and he, he's admitted as as much himself. I mean, listen to. A, Bit of an interview that he that he's done, and there's going to be a little bit in uh, today's paper. Uh, this coming out on Friday uh, for him talking about Matt Doherty and other kind of things. But one of the things he mentioned that him and Matt have both got four Premier League goals, and have both admitted that they should be on more than that, considering the chances they've had. So there is improvements for Adama to make. I think you look at a player like Ruben Neves, and I think Wolves can center the team around Ruben in these years to come. I think he will become. I mean, I know he's not a, a kind of a, a squad player as it is, but I think he will become really kind of the main man uh, that Nuno's vision is centred around. But Jimenez, I think, is the one player on Wolves' books that you would really say is ready-made uh, to go into the top club and, and succeed. Um, I think there is other players that could, you know, Bolly, um, Neves, but I think Jimenez would be the safest bet uh, for a lot, for a lot of top teams, and if in an offer does come in, we'll see. But I think if Wolves get Europa League, and you know Jimenez has just had another baby, they're very settled in Wolverhampton. Both of them are. 
um, then I think they're in a good position to keep him. But at the same time, you know, this is football and it, there's no guarantees that he'll stay. You know, it, it's we've, we've got to be kind of open to that, that it could happen. Um, not saying it will happen or to expect it to happen, but, um, you know, there could be a big money offer for him and Ez that will that, you know, force Wolves to, to kind of really think about it. Few people asking about uh, the UK's falling out with China. Um, how yeah. can it affect uh, Foden's ambitions? Uh, so, look, I mean, don't really get into too much into politics, but basically, if people don't know the kind of UK's relationship with China, has definitely got um, has worsened yeah. for sure. Uh, the fallen out kind of like over issues about Hong Kong, uh, uh, tech giant Hawaii, and uh, alleged human rights abuses. So there's there's lots going on between the countries. Um, but but people asking about about whether that um, you know the whole situation with Fosun and and, and the ownership of Wolves, whether that will be affected. I mean, you, you can't really uh, say too much on that, can you? I mean, you, no, it's, as far it's, as we know, it's absolute, there's absolutely you know nothing to worry about. No, no, and it it'd be far too early to say at this stage. Anyway, it's it's you know I think Chinese football have what Chinese uh, authorities have stopped showing Premier League games as of mm-hmm. yesterday or as mm-hmm. of today or whatever. Yeah. It's too early to say whether there'll be a big long-term impact, but what Wolves have said and what Fausen have said many times in the past, I mean, Fausen have said that, you know, Wolves is a lifetime investment for them. You know, those aren't words that are used lightly. So it would take something really drastic to, uh, to, to, to reverse that so I wouldn't be I wouldn't be you know overly worried about anything maybe keep half an eye on it but no I wouldn't be, be stressed I wouldn't lose any sleep Gail Holford says if Doc starts on Sunday it'll be his 300th appearance for the club yes, and what a player he is best bargain uh, question mark I mean he's got to be up there with best bargain surely we talk about all these players and getting them I think you know Moutinho as well has been has been one of the bargains uh, going forward most recently but yeah, you look at, you look at someone like Doc who's Got to be the longest-serving player of the club now, I'm sure. Yeah, um, ten years. It's just, just unbelievable. I mean, look, he's he's due a testimonial. Yeah, yeah, ten years of service, seventy-five grand. Um, yeah, it doesn't get better than that. And you know, he's just said it himself. He's obviously done something right. Uh, well, you look at the players, and you talk about big money and, and, and big clubs coming in for the players. I mean, you know, right wing back who's got assists and, and, and full of goals. I mean, well, Matt, yeah. Matt Doherty could be could be someone who, who, who a big, big, big club. Will will come in for? I mean, well, you look at you look at the yeah. money in Wan Bissaka had. Um, at Crystal Palace, mate, I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's much between them two players. I, I mean, I'd rather have Doc to be honest. Well, the only fullback that has got, well, defender that's got more goal contributions over the past two years is Alexander Arnold, who is widely recognised as the best fullback going. So there's a great stat for you, exactly. So yeah, he's 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 invaluable to Wolves, to be honest. I mean, he's he's not the one that kind of instantly wins wins the praise, but. Um, he's stayed. He's survived the test of time, and you know, thrived, um, uh, and for a reason. He, his improvement since Fausen came in has been incredible. Um, I mean, he was a, he was a good player anyway, but he really got himself in shape. I mean, you know, he, I think he, he was on that pescatarian diet for for a bit. I'm not sure whether he still is, but. He really leaned down, became a proper athlete. He always mm-hmm. had the footballing ability, but he became a proper athlete. Yeah, he never seems to tire. He plays so many games. Um, he's fantastic, and, and as Gail says, um, you won't find a better bargain anywhere, really. 
Jackie says, how many speeding fines do you think you'll get on this trip? And we have hired a car, so we hired a car. Um, we got lost once uh, on the a, way. Any, any, flashy, any flashies of a, of no, a Camry yet? No, no flashies as such. I didn't really get onto a lot of motorway. But at the same time, you do mm. have to go very, very, very slow. I'm looking at some, and they're all in kilometres here. But, you know, I'm doing 110 kilometres, and it's 100. Or, you know, you do 50, and it's a 40 zone. And you've got no chance. So I think I was quite unlucky with at least, at least three out of the 12. Um, but, but hopefully I haven't been flashed too many times I've definitely been a lot more cautious this time Jackie uh, but uh, the proof is in the pudding we'll see when we get back I, I don't really want any any envelopes to the door with um, with Hertz rent-a-car on the front and uh, some kind of like German-Swiss language that I can see through the envelope but uh, I think touch wood I'm okay so far Flu I'm going to say one but I got one. It's probably going to be one. I'll, I'll be tweeting it out. Flu-like symptoms. Interesting. Uh, interesting name. Says oh, yeah, how do we how do we stop Pulisic? Uh, is it Pulisic uh, or Pulisic? Pulisic. Pulisic. I say, okay. Uh, I don't know. Um, I say Pulisic, but anyway. Well, you know me. I say Powdens and then Pudens and uh, yeah. You, 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 you flip flop quite a lot. I flip flop. You flip flop um, all your life, mate. There's no problem with that. Yeah. Um, Put one in on him early. That's what I'll say. Oh, um, look at that! Get him on him. That's what I, that's what I'll say. Is 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 having played? I say played. Having been put at right back a couple of times for my <laughs> Sunday team. Put one on exactly, him. Exactly. Just put one on him early. Um, oh, brilliant. That's going to be the headline of our our um, Chelsea Wolves preview that we're recording on video. video um, put one on him, says Joe Edwards. Yeah, just. Just see if he wants it, you know. Yeah. If he, you know Matt Doherty or Dendonka or Saiz or whoever it is, not not a blatant foul, you know. Don't make it too obvious, but just you know a bit of a tread on the heel or a, you know a kind of a, a little kind of you know dark arts bit of a bit of that. See, see if he wants it and uh, put put one in, put one on him early. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Um, ba, 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 ba. What else have we got? Uh, Maddie's talking about targets. Kind of talked about that. Um, um, is it, uh, Swiss. Go on. I have got an update. I don't think it's, it's, it's been a question, but okay. I think a few are wondering about the kit. When's the kit going to be? Because a lot men. of Premier go League, men. Go on, men. a lot of Premier League teams are announcing their kits. Yeah, should yeah, yeah. be something within the next couple of weeks. Oh, um, they're not going to be wearing not, it for Chelsea, though. Are they? Not going to surprise people. Don't think so. No, no. I mean, uh, I mean, Chelsea have started wearing theirs, and a few others have started wearing theirs before the season has ended. Um, but there should be something within the next couple of weeks, I'd imagine. Not sure. Uh, you know whether that leaked one that came out is the right one or mm. things like that. But, was that um, with the black sleeves? Yeah, mm, yeah. Mm. Wasn't it? Ma- it might be one of those ones that looks very in person. I don't know. Um, Didn't say but... Blythe Group on it, did it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic. Um, but yeah, we'll find out for for sure in, within a couple of weeks, I'd imagine. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what I've been told. Uh, Reggie says, um, it's quite funny, uh, Swiss Old Gold, uh, who's obviously from um, a little bit of Swiss in him, says, um, says um, I recommend a drink or two at the Cherry Hotel. Hashtag luxury. Yes, I know That's it is. That's where you are. I know, I know it is. And, uh, and, and yes, I wish it was just a drink or two. Uh, I'm not looking forward to, to checking out. But anyway, we'll see. Uh, Reggie says, uh, if we beat Chelsea and regardless of the score, Man U versus Leicester, the two points dropped at Burnley have cost us a Champions League place. Mm. That said, we're still happy finishing sixth or we forever cr- uh, cursing Mike Dean's name. I'm happy with six, and we still have a shot at the Champions League via Europe. I mean, the way I see it is that you can look back at loads of points in this season and loads of... You can look at 
the willy bolly handball that was given at Leicester the second game yes. of the season. What it was, you know, it was another moment. But you know, seconds later they could have gone down with that ridiculous Chris Wood miss. So you know, the header where they should have really drawn one-one. So yes, it was frustrating. Yes, it shouldn't have been given a penalty. Uh, yes, they would have still had an outside chance of Champions League football. But I think you've just got to move on now. And like he says, I'm, I'm, if they get sixth, and if they get sixth, it's been an incredible season. If they get seventh. It's been a fantastic season as well. You know, it's not it's not the be all and end all. They've still got chances to get into the Europa League through through the FA Cup final, and then after that, they've got another ch- another chance. Um, you know, with the Europa League. So, I think whatever, regardless of that, I don't think you can look back too much with, at certain moments in the season. It's just collective, and they've definitely got the wrong end of the stick when it comes to VAR and all this bullshit about about things evening themselves out over a season. It definitely hasn't when it's when it when it's when it's been with Wolves for certain. Yeah, it's it's across the board. I mean, Villa may stay up because of that goal that that that, that goal that should yeah, be. Angle, the, yeah, wait, wait, sorry, angles, but, um, the angle. Yeah, angles, but the Nyland yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, United, you know, yeah. the lack of Orkai. I mean, and, and you could say that cost Sheffield United Europe. It's yeah, yeah, it, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's across it's just the board. Nature, really. nature, it's nature of the game, and, and yeah. you know, if Man United had, had twenty eight penalties given this year, then there might be seventh. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, v- VAR before. Might get rid of this kind of evening out and mistakes and that, but no, it's it's still the same, and you know everybody everybody's the same. There's mistakes that affect everyone. Uh, great, so I think I think we're through them. I think we're through all the questions. So, so, cool. so, so. Um, I'll tell you what I've got to say as well. Before, and did get a lovely email uh, from Mr. Shipley. Um, it was, it was really it was nice. Really nice. I'm not going to read it out or anything like that, but um, just to say, we do appreciate um, emails and stuff like that. A really lovely email just to say, you know, thank you about the podcast and stuff. Um, but if you want to get in touch with us, um, Joe, what's your what's your what's your email address? If you want to get in touch with Joe? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> no, it's uh, joe.edwards at expressionstar.co.uk, nathan.judah. Expressionstar.co.uk, um, but you yeah, know, yeah. a podcast at expressionstar.co.uk yeah. also comes through to us. So yeah, really appreciate, really appreciate. Um, you need comments, positive, negative, constructive. It's it's all it's all welcome. So so Just thank don't you very much. Don't send us hate mail. Uh, I don't mind a bit of hate mail. I got used to it. So it's all good. Um, and also, uh, Darren May, who's a who's a who's, a, who's um, a regular listener to the podcast as well. Got to say, I meant to mention this a couple of weeks ago, but forgot. Um, is that he's um, he's been doing a lot since since lockdown a power walking challenge where he's doing right. a virtual walk uh, from Lands End to John O'Groats, uh, which is incredible. He's been basically walking nine miles a day um, since lockdown. He's done seven hundred and ninety miles so far. <laughs> Seven hundred and ninety. I mean, going outside and doing them, but obviously he hasn't driven down to Lands End and just keeps on walking. But the equivalent. I mean, mental that, isn't it? Mental. But uh, fair play nah, every single day. Well, fair play, man. Oh, man. There must be some blisters there. I mean, I did. I did a walk yesterday after three hours on the hike. I, I was. I was blistered up to the max. So, so they can't knock that, Darren. He must be. He must be in great shape, the lad. So. Uh, I had a walk around the golf course yesterday. Oh, did you? Just a little um, walk. What did you play or just walked? <laughs> no, I, I played as well. And yeah. oh, I haven't seen you play. I haven't seen you. Did you play in our in our? Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not very good, are you? Then you can't. Make no, work. no. What I am is fluky as anything. Um, oh, you were the I one who hit it across the floor, didn't you? And it I, rolled. I hit, I hit it. I always hit it across the floor, wow. and then once I get to the green or within say twenty yards of the green. Putter is out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, my my putting game is all right, and that kind of that kind of saves me. But saves you a couple you, of shots. 
if you if you if you're expecting me to kind of hit a golf ball and lift it anywhere above you know three feet above the off the ground then you know you're asking for trouble really I'm never going to do it right let's move on to um, Super Sunday Jir oh, um, super duper uh, pretty small game uh, not a lot of riding on it yeah, it's uh, no, Chelsea really. I mean what, what a, I tell you what what a finish to the season I mean if you're the neutral fan you know yeah. the games that I've got going on the top and the bottom are unbelievable oh, uh, I think we, this is probably the game you'd watch as a neutral as well actually um yeah, probably. Although this I think, or Man Leicester. Maybe the maybe. Leicester Man United game yeah. maybe might might just slightly edge it because of the you know, Champions League, I think. But uh, but yeah, I think mm. it'd definitely be up there for certain. Um, and look, Chelsea have obviously got a lot of talent. Uh, Wolves have got to go to Stamford Bridge uh, and get the job done. And probably, Joe, they probably have to win. A draw's probably not going to be enough for them. No. Spurs going to Palace. You've got you to assume that Spurs, the, the run they've been on, and we discussed this before, um, that the likelihood is is that they're going to beat them. So a draw won't be good enough. So they've got to go and win the game. And look, if they've got to go and win the game to guarantee sixth spot and Europa League and not go through qualification, that's what they can do. They're capable of doing it. We saw how good and bad Chelsea can be uh, last night um, mm. against, uh, against Liverpool. Two nights ago, if we might be listening to this on Friday. Uh, but, you know, the fact of the matter is they played Wednesday night. You know, Wolves have had a bit of a break. Uh, when it comes to Sunday, so uh, you know, yeah, they had a couple on the bench. You know, Pulisic came off and, and, and obviously did very well. Had a big impact on that game. You can see, you know, that he's he's obviously going to be one of the main targets. But at the same time, you know, to be playing Winter Night and to go to Liverpool and to come back, that that's a big break for Wolves. Yeah, it is. You know, it kind of they've had a lot more time to to prepare. Um, my simple instruction about putting one on a. Pulisic early. Well, I've got another one. Shoot at Kepper. Um, yeah, know, yeah. I mean, th- this guy has been unsure all season. Oh, one second, one second, Joe. One second. Uh, we've got. Um, I know a few people asking whether Alana is oh. going to be in the podcast. She just just walked back into the room in her robe. Do you want to come and say hello, Alana, very quickly? Oh, she's not. Just say hello, very, very, very quickly. You have to turn the microphone away. One second. Here we go. Here we go. Say hello. Hello. We have a big game on Sunday. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> yes. Who, who are they playing? Chelsea oh, yes. Football Club. <laughs> good. And uh, how, was your, how was your massage? It was good. Yeah, Irma. Oh, very good. Yeah, she was very nice. Did you tip her? I did. Oh, God, how much? 10%. Oh, God, that's about another 40 quid. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Right, Alana, it's been a pleasure. Um, can you give me a score for the Chelsea game, Alana, please? Um, Chelsea first, please. Chelsea and then Wolves. I don't know anything about Chelsea's game. Well, they have an American playing for them. Mm, that doesn't tell me anything. Okay. Um, <laughs> today, today, please. We've only got an hour for this podcast. Maybe one, one. Great. One, one. Okay, thanks, Sam. One, one's not going to be enough. Anyway, so thank, <laughs> thank you, Lana. You're going you're to have a... You know, wipe off those uh, those those essential oils, etc. Um, right, one one uh, says Alana. Uh, she's gone. She's gone. She's taken a big bag of paprika crisps and gone to the gone to the bed to chomp them. That's great. Great for podcast material. Um, anyway, sorry, Joe. You were you were talking. Go on. I was saying shoot at Kepper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Just get shots off. Shots mm-hmm. off our team. You can talk about a great. Alexander Arnold's free kick was mm-hmm. uh, for Liverpool, but Kepper has just watched it go in, gave him yes. a hole, cut yeah. the corner of that goal to aim at, which was just ridiculous. 
Um, so, you know, if Wolves find themselves in a similar position, free kicks around the edge of the box, don't try that kind of short, uh, short little kind of flick and whatever that they have done a couple of times over the past few weeks. Just get Neves over it. Yeah. And have a go, have a pop yeah. at goal. And yeah. I think you know, for someone like Neves, you know, twenty-five yards, likes a shot. Mm. If it sits up nicely, have a go. Um, you know, of course, Even you don't if you get a t- rebound or you know you're yeah. following the ball up. You can anything can happen, can't it? You don't have to be too wasteful, but at the same time, Kepper is there. He's an out of confidence goalkeeper. Pretty much everyone's on his back, and, and I've, you know, I think rightly so because his performances have been poor. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, Jimenez. You know, if you've got a chance to get a shot off, just get your shots off, and uh, yeah, hopefully uh, he's got another rick in him. Yeah, um, when you, I mean, look, they've got so many. They have got so many good players, Chelsea. You yeah, know, they and, have, and they're yeah. favourites to go in and win the game. And and I guess what what a lot of people were hoping for was that Chelsea would have Champions League done and dusted, and they haven't. Mm. It's as simple as that. Uh, they haven't. They, 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 you know, a draw might be good enough, a loss might be good enough for them. But if they, but if they do get beat, then they could quite easily find themselves in fifth place in Europa League. So, so you know, they, they're going to have to really go for it. And maybe that's why you know Pulisic might have been on the bench last night because they know that the Wolves game is massive, and they might not have fancied themselves to get too much in that in that Liverpool game. So. They are going to be. They are going to be ready to go. But look, wolves. Wolves can match them. Wolves can match them. They have matched them. Um, it's a different Chelsea, I think, and a different Wolves to the game that we saw back at Molyneux, um, which was a long time ago now, and probably one of Wolves' is, if not Wolves' worst performance of the season. Would you say, Joe? Yeah, I would. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you think he'll all... go Giroud, or do you think he'll he'll go horses for courses? Ah. I might say, look, Tammy Abraham destroyed yeah. you here. Yeah, would, would we play? Would you know? But is it? You know, Tammy, Tem, Tammy Abraham then was full of confidence. Then now, you know, he, he's struggling. So it'd be interesting to see the decision that they've got to make. Yeah, he came and scored in there. I know Pulisic did all the work, but you know, he still put it away. So that that'll have boosted his chances. Um, yeah, Wolves are a far different prospect. They're far more sure at the back than they were. I mean, Jesus Vallejo didn't play that game, didn't he? And pretty much, you yeah. know, did, you know, showed what he was all about or what he wasn't about. Um, you know, and the, and the, the you know the die was cast on him in that game, but um, yeah, there there are better prospects. Wolves are you know a kind of you know they I think they're more confident going forward. Obviously, the the partnership between Adama Traore and Doherty. I think partnerships all over the pitch have had more time to flourish and progress, and and um, it's the same goes for Chelsea. You know, both teams have developed since then. Nuno never really pays attention uh, to previous fixtures. And you know, I don't think there's any need to any you know here, especially because you know I think both teams are, are different outfits than they were. You know, what was it last October? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, it was a low point for the season from Wolves. So you could argue it's you know a, what kind of you know the kick up the backside really that, that mm-hmm. that's that's brought them into life. But um, yeah, I don't think Nuno will be paying any attention to what happened in that game. It's all about. You know how how his walls are, walls like are, are feeling this week, and how they train, and how their how their fitness is, and uh, getting them ready that way. Yeah, um, I guess from Wolves' point of view, you've got to concentrate on yourselves, and and Wolves need to score goals in this game. I think they need to score at least two goals, you know, to to win the game. And from that point of view, I think they will go three up front, and I I would like to think that we'll see Traore and probably Jota alongside Raúl. Is that is that what you're thinking, Joe? Or do you think that someone like a Pedence might start and, and, and keep his place? I, I believe Traore and Jota as well, just because they, you know, it is a big game. Um, and, 
you know, they are the big game players that you've been able to trust by and large over these, you know, two years. You know, they're, they're the players that, you know, have pretty much brought Wolves to the dance. Pedence has done fantastically and it's it's been really refreshing to see. It, you know, he's been a breath of fresh air, fantastic coming in, biding his time. It was a bit, obviously, a frustrating period for him as well. Um, I actually spoke to him today. There'll be a bit more online on Sunday and a bit more mm. in the paper next week. But... Um, supposed to start off the interview in Portuguese through a translator but she dis- she disconnected from the Zoom call so he just did he did half an hour in English and oh, pretty great. much spoke pretty much spoke perfect English uh, right. let the cat out of the bag I think um, but yeah he was fantastic and had a lot to say and it, you know he, he will be chomping at the bit but uh, at the same time I think you know Jota, Traore and Jimenez that is the recognised front three you know, and that is a front three that's given so many top teams trouble in the past. So, um, yeah. I, I would be inclined to go with them. Yeah, I think so. Um, I guess the other selection dilemma would be Dendonka or Saiz at the back. Um, again, probably a 50-50 call, I would have thought. It's yeah, it's a, to- it's a toss of a coin, I think. Yeah, um, I think you could argue that perhaps Bolly looks better on the left side. I, I don't know. Um, I, I didn't think Bolly had the best game again against Pally. So, mm. I saw a few saying he looks better on the left. I thought... Yeah, he was lucky to get a, get get away with that one where he gave it away to Zaha and then yeah, Schlupp yeah. Missed, the, missed the chance. Yeah, um, it's just where do you get the best out of Bolly? Do you get the best out of him on the right or the left? But um, he'll have to sharpen up his game, I think. You know, because you know he, he has been a bit below par in recent weeks. But um, yeah, Dendonka says it's a toss up. Mm-hmm. I'll go Dendonka. Yeah, I think so. I yeah, think, I think I think you know it's, it's your shirt to lose, and I think he didn't do anything wrong. So. I would say that I would say Dendonka. Both both players can score goals uh, from the back as well. They're both you know height wise and stuff in the box. They're both menaces. So so I yes. think that, that I would say that, that either either or. But I would probably I probably just side towards Dendonka. And look, this is um this is the first in three bites of the cherry that Wolves have got to play European football next season. Joe, you know you've got yeah. this. Um, and of course, if they if they win this game, if they draw this game, look, even if they lose this game, you never know. There's, we've yeah. seen the crazy things happen at the top and the bottom of the Championship and the, and the bottom of the Premier League. You know that they could be sixth and, and guaranteed Europa League football straight into the group stages. If they don't and they finish seventh, it's still more points than last season. Uh, two more, is it two more points? I think. Two more points. Uh, yeah, two more points than last season, or three yeah. more if they get the draw and, uh, and Spurs yeah. win. Um, and and then they will wait to see how Chelsea and Arsenal do. Arsenal, I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get. Obviously, got beat by Villa. It just depends what Arsenal turn up, really. If, if the good Arsenal turn up, it's going to be a very good game. It'd be a tight, it's probably a 50-50 game. If it's the Arsenal that, that have been, the, you know, the, the hide of Arsenal, so rather than the jackal, it's just <laughs> it'll be it'll be happy days. It'll be easy as pie for for Chelsea, and then Wolves will get Europa League football before they even start. The, um, the Europa League journey or restart the Europa League journey so it's all it's all good it's all good stuff and then of course you know if they don't get that and somehow Arsenal win then you've got you've got four you're the four wins away from, from getting Champions League football so they're in a really good position is what I'm trying to say in a long winded yes. kind of a way I completely concur concur right can you concur on my match prediction I'll go first I'll leave the last word to you Mr Joe Edwards I'm going to say I'm going to say Wolves have delivered in pretty much every single circumstance over the last few years. Chelsea won. Wolverhampton Wanderers, two. And I'm going to say they go 2-0 up in this game and then they are hanging on at the end and they get the win. Um, I think Chelsea will still get Champions League football. 
I think Leicester will be losing to Manchester United um, and I think that that is the way and I think Wolves will finish sixth with a two, famous 2-1 win at Stamford Bridge Joe Edwards yeah I'm going to go with what my heart wants and then just uh, becomes true so yeah I'm going to say 2-1 as well no um, yeah I um, you know Wolves starting a bit slowly as they, as they tend to do perhaps Chelsea take the first half lead but then Wolves as they tend to do come flying out the second half get an equaliser and then push for a winner um, yeah so hopefully that, that proves to be the case I mean Wolsey's record in London over the past few years is very good Yeah. Um, the record at Stamford Bridge isn't um, they haven't won there since 1979 there's a bit, bit about that in today's paper uh, robbed of three points last year though well, exactly. So they came close last year, um, and you know Chelsea haven't got an Eden Hazard in their ranks, you know, to kind of work that bit of magic. You'd, you'd say at the end they have got some very good players, but nobody quite at the level of Hazard. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll say we'll say two one. We'll say two one. Wolves, hopefully, fingers crossed. Touch wood, everything comes true. Great, and look, this isn't going to be the last podcast uh, we'll be doing. We're doing one after this season, and then we've got Europa League to, to worry about. We're not going away anywhere. So so tough. Tough titty people. If you think, oh, then we need a break from these two. Well, um, you've got, you've got, a, you've got, a, you've got a lot more, a lot more on its way. Um, Joe, you'll be at Stamford Bridge. I will. You'll be at home with the watch along. I will along. be at home doing the watch along. So we yeah. will both give you different viewpoints um, for the big game: Chelsea against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Fingers crossed. Three points. Joe, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank from you. Going, from going above and beyond from Stratford Road, Wolverhampton. Stafford. Um, and and doing doing the uh, doing the okay Stafford Road or whatever. Stafford Road, come Stafford on, Road. Get it right. I don't know my directions. You know what I'm. You, you know what oh, I'm. No, I still have my GPS going to games. From me, from Joe. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. And fingers crossed, they do the job. They do the business. They get the win on Sunday. Have a great one. Take care. Bye bye.